I can't promise you'll feel better after this. But I guarantee we'll talk about it, we'll laugh about it, and we'll go on with our day. So I recommend grabbing your favorite drink, grab your smokes, and let's hash this shit out. This is Talking At You Season 2. Hello all, it's Rob, Talking At You, and I guess what brings on this podcast is a little trigger. It wasn't any real major, but it was a there's a Republican Facebook post. You know, they basically are asking, "Is Biden doing a good job?" And it's you know they're pulling out the they're fishing they're fishing for their their people. There's no good answer to that because it's like what what kind of president right now any good leader would be doing good right now. Uh, this is not like a normal presidency. Um, even Trump, Trump got into a shitstorm. Uh, he got right there into COVID. It's like the worst, worst possible thing you could do in your presidency. It's like deal with a pandemic because there's not a damn person you can please. Uh, you can be the safe guy, shut things down, block people out like you're supposed to, but. I mean, they're not ever going to be happy because it's we're not a people of change. It's just it's a it's a shitty deal, and so Trump got a bad deal. You would like to think he's a good person and he wanted to do the right thing, but he was being swayed by his party to not do this and that. And of course, he don't care. He is a businessman. He's like a lot of Republicans. I'm not saying I haven't been Republican. I can go both ways depending on situation, but he definitely tries to pick the most popular side of whatever's going on. And that's what made him scary. Even his own party didn't know what the hell he was going to do because uh, if one side said anything bad about him, he would just do whatever they said within reason. That's kind of scary for a leader um, to not stick to your guns. I don't think any leader should really lead by their beliefs. It's you're there for the American people, not what you think is best at all times. Sometimes, sometimes you got to listen to everybody and what does the country want. Majority of the country, unless you sway them a certain way, they will go with what you say. So you gotta be real, real careful how you pick your words and what your actions are. Probably didn't go that route. So you get into Biden where he's kind of a, almost kind of a a lackey. Now that makes a good president as far as, you know, parade figure, a figurehead that basically is there to be someone to blame can't always just do what your party says either you gotta you gotta weigh out the odds weigh out the what the people want sometimes this country we're not a smart people uh we're definitely it is scary how much of the world that america controls how not super intelligent we are uh we do pick the easiest way of life in most cases, we don't want to do anything that changes anything about the way we live. That's great and all if it works for everybody, but it doesn't. So 
I don't know. Being president right now, I mean, there's so much. And to say or to ask if someone's a good president, uh, I don't think you really can be what everybody wants you to be. So to be good, technically, for what people want for a leader right now, they just want somebody that's not going to make any changes, keep them as is, not advance, and right now, that's where Biden's at. He's in a place right now where technology is just shooting through the roof. Uh, we got cryptocurrency, we got NFTs, we got we got currency and money out there as exchanging hands that people don't even understand. We got people doing it that don't even understand how it works, and they're still they're trading money, billions, you know, trillions of dollars, and. This is slowly taking over our economy. So that's something probably the next president line is going to deal with. And it's going to be a whole shit show because nobody's going to want to change the way they do money. And right now it's mostly just a technology boom. And that's a lot to keep up with. And you got billionaires out there, damn near trillionaires that are going to space. I mean, they're they're going above and beyond the government at this point. They're they're leaving the planet. They're doing things that only the government had access to do. It's a scary world when that starts happening. You got, you know, Elon, he's out there. You got automated cars driving, there's regulations, rules of the road, stuff like that, but for whatever reason, he's getting around those rules. So we're going to have automated cars on the road. I mean, they're they're out there doing damage. I mean, they're running into emergency vehicles. They're not fully tested. There's no way to fully test everything. But to just unleash hundreds of thousands of vehicles and experiment. I mean, that that's a lot. And we're at a point where that's where technology's at. Because we gotta, we gotta do something with it, and it does make life better, but at what cost? Do we need it? Not really. But what are we gonna do? Sit back, do nothing, and let China do it? Let Russia, you know, start taking over? Let we gotta stay above, you know, other countries if we want to stay in power and at least stay even. So. You can't just sit back and stay normal. And that's the problem. We have we have to somehow maintain our normal, but still allow the advancements. Um, that, that includes technology, science, everything. Um, on the medicine, uh, we can't just be out there and making up stuff. You know, we have other countries, they're, they're doing studies. Everybody, every every place has got their own COVID studies, their own scientists, and they're doing stuff. They're vaccinating their people the way they best know how. And for to be, no one wants to be that country that decided, yeah, we don't need to do this because my brother's cousin down the road had a, friend that said his cousin got sick from the vaccine that's wonderful great research you know let's, let's all live by that 
but no, we can't do that. We can't be out there going to a farm farm store and uh, eating cow medicine and whatever else stupid shit will take instead of a vaccine that's been tested by scientists. But, you know, whatever. And if we're going to do that, we're just a third world country just trying to survive. And that's not, that's not America. We study shit. We lead the cause. We tell people how it's going to be. And we have other, other countries like, you know, Korea and all these other, other places that follow our lead. They're, they're starting to, they're starting to take the lead in big ways. A lot of these countries we call third world countries are making huge advances and that's also you know things that are causing shortages and stuff like that and because they're starting to catch up and we never had to worry about that before it was always just america and the higher world powers and we got to absorb all the resources and do what we wanted and now we got to share them more so well, yeah, that's what sitting back and being normal does. And the other countries are getting smarter, and that's the way it's supposed to be. Um, as a society, we're supposed to help each other out, make the planet a better place, not just America. And uh, the climate, you know, stuff like that, you know, people can go back and forth and say, yeah, we, this is just the, the Earth. The Earth is just going through a cycle, you know, it'll work itself out, but... Um, it'll work itself out, yes, for sure, but at what cost, you know, how prepared should we be, and if it's something we can delay or stop, then we got to at least try, and I don't know if we can at this point, I think it's just part of the life cycle of the planet, and what we've done to advance it, it's, it's already in motion. All we're doing is prolonging an outcome that will be huge. It'll be enormous. And we're seeing it. And in most cases, you know, if we were 100, 200 years back, uh, it would have been much, much different. It would have been catastrophic deaths and fires would have taken over, floods would have taken over. But our advances in technology and science have been able to stop that. So, so yeah, we gotta we gotta stay stay on top of the curve. We don't wanna be following someone's lead, and that's just it with science. Everybody's um with this vaccine and stuff like that. Everybody's bitching that it they were too fast. It went too quick, you know. And that's that's the right response, you know. As far as Trump doing the hyper or warp speed, that's that's kind of you know how it works. You know, when you got a pandemic, you can't you can't wait ten years of research after it's ravaged the world, and then decide okay, this shot is safe. No, it's way too late by then. We've learned that. We've watched the past. You know, we can't we can't wait. And that's where science is, where it should be. We should, we should be at the point now where we can see a virus, see a sickness, anything, and just be able to cure it. It should only take weeks. And we should be fighting scientists, you know, saying, no, I'm not taking this, I'm not doing this, I'm not being a guinea pig. Um, 
and they're not guinea pig in us. This is a lot of studies, a lot of stuff that is, you know, they don't just give this to us. When By the time we get it, it's pretty much at the approval stage. So, I mean, someone's, someone's got to be the, I don't know, the leaders of the, of the movement here. I mean, we're, we're doing this for our kids. Us adults, you know, the grandparents, the 40, 50 years old, you know, they're giving it to us first because it's our responsibility to protect the children. So if it screws us up, that's one thing. We don't want them to be screwed up. And that's what it's all about. So you can sit there and say, I'm not getting it. My kids aren't getting it. That's awesome. But what are you really doing? You're, you're, uh, you're doing nothing. And that's about it. Um, doing something and not succeeding is at least trying. Doing nothing is just that, is doing nothing. You did nothing to help your children. You did nothing to help society. You did nothing but think you were protecting yourself. And maybe you will. You could be right in the end. But what did you do? You don't get to say that you helped the cause. You did anything. You're, you're lazy ass, sat, and done nothing. So... I'm willing to take the chance for my kids. I mean, I'll get every booster, every shot there is out there. I mean, once it's under control, I'll stop taking them. I mean, I wasn't a big old flu shot guy. I got my first time this year, and I'll tell you what. I mean, flu shot, vaccine, boosters, not one single effect. I mean, I got a little bit of a soreness in my arm, and anybody that's ever in the history of their life had a shot a vaccine um, that creates a sore arm. Uh, so I don't know why that was such a big deal to people. It's not a rare thing. Anybody that's stuck their foot with a nail, you get a tetanus shot, that hurts. You know, that hurts for a few days. No one is bitching then saying I got a microchip implanted in me. And that's just bullshit stuff too. That's, that's other stupidity. This is just the kind of scare tactics, you know, stupid hillbilly people make that have no sense of anything. Um, you can't just make up stuff. I mean, it's fine. If you want to prove science and say, I drew blood and here's the microchip and you have physical proof to show it to me, you have some kind of way of proving what you say, then you have something. But just to come out and say that, it's like, what is that even? I mean, how can you even believe that? Uh, I mean, for me, religion is hard enough. You know, uh, I mean, that that's just something that we're told we have to believe. And for what? For what, what reason? You tell me why I have to believe it. No one questions in it. No one says, well, you know, that sounds a little far-fetched. No, it's because it's in the Bible. Well... No one can write that. No one can, over over the decades, come up with the, with the Bible. No, no, that'd be impossible, right? To write a book? Mm. For control and scare tactics? Weird. Yeah, it's almost like, like our news. Huh. But yeah, sure. 
we'll just go ahead and believe that, but we'll pick and choose. Even then, people pick and choose religion. What What do you want to listen to out of the Bible? Um, this works, but you know, this sounds a little bullshit crazy, so we're going to skip that part. And that's what's going on now, too. People, when they're scared of technology, scared of science, and they don't understand shit, they just make up whatever makes their life easier or what makes them feel smart or, I don't know, secure. It's like, it's nice to be secure, but if you're just going to walk around blind and just believe what every flag-toting person or, I mean, I'm not, whatever, flag-toting, Bible, Bible banger, Biden banger, whatever, whatever it is that floats your boat that you, you just got to follow it just because you need need a leader whatever but common sense it's it's like the easiest thing to use hardest thing to learn um i mean if it sounds bullshit crazy it's bullshit crazy uh if you have a scientist telling you he's got facts to the best of his knowledge he's actually studied it why would you argue it i mean you can make your theories and stuff, but still, unless you're going to back it up or actually do research, you might as well believe actual proof, mathematical paperwork that it's, they, they did the work to get that. They didn't make up just something and say, okay, this is science now. So, yeah, I mean, so this is, that was a long drawn out. I mean, is the president doing a good job? I'd say with what he's got to work with, I mean, you're talking overpopulation of the planet. That's obviously a thing. It's becoming a problem. Our food sources are getting more scarce, which is why they're coming up with ways to make meat outside of animals because we've we got to produce animals so fast now and process them so fast now that we can't, properly test them we don't know you know we're getting we're getting disease meat things that are showing up now that were dead diseases decades ago now they're showing up again so when you got to produce food that fast to feed the people because it's just such a high demand then you have a problem and then you got the technology like i said it's going so fast people are trying to keep up and you just you just can't. You can only do so much research, so much fact check, so much everything. But when you got a planet that is succeeding so quick, and so many people, the, all the old issues still. You know, we still got the old style. We got the riots. We got uptick in school shootings, which that's another whole other episode. You know, that's taken off too. Um, but there's a lot to be a world leader and be a good world leader where you just don't impose your thoughts and beliefs and just say that's the way it's going to be. Um, it's a lot of work. And for someone to want to do that job, you got to give a little bit of respect to someone who even wants to do it. Because I can't imagine why, why somebody would just say, yeah, I want to be president. I love being ridiculed every single day and having my entire family torn apart and it's it's great. I love not having sleep. Uh, I love, you know, working on two hours of sleep a day and then people ridiculing me because I can barely finish a sentence and talk correctly or 
or I make a mistake. I mean, these people are on high alert at all times. The White House never sleeps. I mean, when, when we're all sleeping, the other side of the world is wide awake. So it's not like the president just gets to go to bed at night, you know, watch a little bit of TV and wake up in the morning and have a nice cup of coffee like we all get to do. No, he, at midnight, one o'clock, whatever, four in the morning, the other side of the world is stirring up shit we don't even know about. So he's woken up. He's alerted. They got to have meetings over that. And I don't want to say either way, one way. I mean, Biden, with what he's got to work with, he's doing, doing a fine job. I mean, you're not going to please everybody. There's no possible way in politics because everybody's all about the credit. Um, it'd be, it'd be very easily for government just to get their heads out of their asses and just be a bar bipartisan group, work for the hu humanity of the world instead of just, I'm not doing this because you'll get credit and we want Trump to get credit and can't let Biden save the world because we'll save that for the next, next guy in line. No, you can't wait four years to decide to do something. We need it now and you need to vote on that shit now. Um, they're all hell-bent on abortion and shit. It's like, is that really, really what the most important thing at the moment is? We had a system that worked. Leave it alone. Right now, we got to work on other shit. We got, we got a world tearing itself apart. We got people in the streets shooting each other. Americans on Americans. It's just ridiculous. We got so much bigger pictures to look at than some girl out there making a bad decision or you know stuff like that uh it's just we can't run our society on beliefs we got to run our society on just humanity humanity living day-to-day -day, everyday life and i got my beliefs but you can't you can't just push those all the time. Um, I got abortion th issues. I mean, it's like I don't think at a certain point it should be allowed because I mean, how many weeks do you need? I mean, I think the last one I just seen. God, I wish I had more. Reason. I wasn't expecting to talk about this. I don't have the information, but I think. 15 weeks was the most recent one I've seen someplace was talking about that was the, the cutoff, which to me, 15 weeks, that sounds like a lot. Now, it might not be. Um, now, to me, if if the baby, like I said, if, if it's, I think that that's the thing. It's like, if it's like a, like if you could take it out and it could live, that to me is where it gets kind of wrong because I don't know. I mean, I wish our science would find a way for people that want abortions. I wish they could find a way where it could remove the baby safely and just, I don't know, incubate it or some kind, some kind of way of scientifically letting it still grow. And the mother could go on with her life, baby could still live, and everybody would be happy. Now, I'm sure somehow that would piss people off. Um, the baby still gets to live, everybody gets to go into life, but still is that somehow wrong? But, because you're never gonna please everybody. And 
that to me, you know, the stuff we should be studying, not uh, the brain waves of a monkey or uh, how many days of a fly can live or, you know, just bullshit research we don't need to know about. We don't need to know anything about stupid shit. You know, it's like space. Uh, I mean, sure, it's cool to know where to come from, how to start, but who the fuck cares? I mean, in the end, what are we going to do with that information? Do I, do I care? No. I mean, fuck, we're just Earth for all I know, humanity. We're just a cosmic mistake. Who knows? If there's aliens... Who the hell knows if an alien didn't land on the planet one day, took a shit in the lake, and who knows? Volcano, boom, bang, we heat it up, here we are. Human life. So, I don't know. I mean, let's just not worry about the stupid shit. Uh, the earth is round, it's round. If it's flat... Well, that's so fucking dumb. But whatever. If the Earth is flat, it's flat. And great. Let's move on. We're on the planet. We're here living now. Study that. Figure the hell what's going to take to keep the planet going, keep us going. Work as a planet instead of everybody working against each other, trying to get take credit for being the savior of the world. And I mean... We're fucking shit up. We're polluting. We're absolutely polluting. And that's not going to end. We have trash. Everybody has trash. It's going to go somewhere. We're going to either burn it and destroy our atmosphere. We're going to throw it in the ocean. Kill our wildlife. We're going to bury it in the ground. Kill ourselves. I mean, I don't think there's a way around that. We, unless somehow we dock brown that shit and turn it into fuel. Uh, <laughs> you know, whatever. But we got to just come together. I mean, the problem is we segregate ourselves. We can't, we can't live without division. We have to have it. I think it's just human nature. Um, I'm sure it's an animal instinct. You know, we got to have some kind of differences. We got to make order. And I get that. Um, racism racist they're never going to go away because that's just we look different i mean the only way you'd ever get rid of that is to wipe out all of humanity as is and somehow toddlers take over the world with no way of being coaxed into a way of thinking i don't know i mean it'd be it's an impossible thing i think no matter what we'd come back to it because we have eyes. We see there's differences. There's just no way that you can have a difference in anything and not use that. I mean, it's just a way of everything. You got colors. You got, I'm not talking people. I'm talking just colors. You got blacks, whites, blues, greens, whatever. That's how you differentiate things. People have favorite colors. You know, people say, I like red. I like blue. So they buy things Based on that sometimes, you know, you buy a car because you like blue. So, I mean, it's just, that's never going away. Only thing we can do with racism is learn to live with it. Um, and I'm not saying have slavery and live with it. And I'm saying 
there's nothing wrong with noticing the difference, having a way of thinking, but being able to function in society. Now, you can not like someone because they're black, not like someone because they're white or whatever, but you don't have to act on it. I mean, you can, you can be civil. You can be nice. I'm sure people out there have differences. They don't sit there and just jump and beat down everybody, which is obvious. You know, our society is in the most part a functionable, agreeable people. But you got some of those crazy bastards out there that just, just can't comprehend getting along. And they're the ones that make the, the problem. I mean, it, it's all we see in the news because it makes good TV, but it's only like, I mean, I'm making up numbers, but it's, it's a very low percentage. I mean, we see the worst, the worst. It's like same plane crashes, you know, you see those, but how often do they really crash? But if we see one, that's all you think about. So, I mean, just because you see a shooting on TV or a school shoots itself, um, the numbers are there. I get it. Uh, 1% gets dead from COVID, whatever. Whatever stupid number people tell themselves makes, makes themselves feel better. But uh, they always change their mind when they become that 1%. So nobody wants to lose their dad at 52 or their grandma at 60 or whatever it is. Um, if it could be avoided, why not avoid it? And anything in this world, all the problems, they're all avoidable. Only thing is not avoidable is diseases and the stuff created by whatever reason. I think it's just, just us living. It's just going to happen and we can either let each other die off which I don't know I, I don't want to see my family my kids die but sometimes you wonder is that the best way um, let the planet cleanse itself uh, if we had a forest fire do we just let it burn um, just let it destroy and ravage people um, we get a virus do you just not tell people should we just let it take over and see what happens strongest survive now sure that would probably work just fine but at what cost i mean to let a a sickness run rampant and not do anything um you will see you will watch your loved ones die and they might watch you die, but are you willing to sit there and say, yes, this is my cause. I'm perfectly happy dying. I doubt it. So if you want to argue anything, you got to have a solution. You have to have a plan. You can't just say, nope, uh, sports are going to keep happening. I'm sending little Johnny to basketball, and if he gets it, whatever, he gets it. Now, nice to be Johnny, you know, way to, way to fuck over Johnny. Uh, sorry, guy. Dad was wrong. Oops. Um, yeah, I mean, we can do this. 
and putting all the pressure on our president, world leaders, that's not the answer. They're, they're basically a pawn. If we didn't have presidents and world leaders, sure, we'd have chaos. But would, would we survive? Yeah, most likely. Um, we'd all have a bunch of little civil wars going on, but we would survive. So you need order. Uh, and really, what is America? I mean, every four years we get a new president, sometimes the same one if he's a good one, but it's not a bad gig. So if the worst we got to do is deal with the president for four years and then re-vote if we don't like it, that's not a bad deal compared to other countries that have dictators and shit that goes on forever. Uh, that's scary. Um, to think that one guy or woman, I guess, could be in there and forever impose their beliefs on us. You know, people change. Uh, and four years of doing that job, they change dramatically. So it's, it's probably a good thing that we change as much as we do. Now, I don't know. It would be nice that if we could not have an impeachment and just be able to fire somebody, I, I like that idea, you know, no matter what. And not just the Republicans saying they don't like somebody or Democrats saying they don't like somebody and saying you're out. No, the people. Um, a legitimate vote um, by the people. And we can say, yeah, this isn't working. Nah, we were wrong. Sorry, my bad. But we're going to revote somebody else. And that'd be great. Now, I see the problem because you can't have a new person every six months. There has to be some kind of time frame. Uh, and really, the first year, first year, no matter how much experience you have, you're, you're just learning the ropes. I mean, you're getting in there. It's like any job. You get into a job. It's going to take you a year to learn your coworkers, learn people's way of thinking, you know, stuff like that. So I would say two, two and a half years. That's a good time frame. If you haven't got your shit figured out by then, then somebody else needs to get in there and, and take over. And it's not all one person either. It's it's Congress. It's everybody bitching and moaning. You can't just say the president this, the president that. I mean, they're just they're just a peacekeeper basically. Uh, Congress is doing all the real work. Senate's doing all the real work. They're they're the ones putting all this together. They're the ones taking their states and saying this is what everybody wants, and they're making a big vote and. It's, it's a system that does work. Now, it's a system that probably should be revamped because it is an old system written in old times that are nowhere near up to date with what's going on now. So, and I'm not the guy you know, that has that ma master plan. That's just going to have to be something that's done probably by our kids in the future. You see a lot of future movies where they got just a board panel and it's like eight, ten, however many people, basically a mini Senate or Superior, uh, Supreme Court, whatever it is, and they're the main main decision makers. And maybe that's not a horrible thing. Maybe we got too many hands in the pot. I don't know. Um, 
it'll probably turn into something like that in the future. Who knows? But we got to give whoever president we have a chance. You know, I voted for Trump the first time, and then I voted for Biden the second time. And I've gone back and forth. You know, I love the Bush years. Uh, I I voted for senior. I voted for junior, but I probably wouldn't vote for any of the other Bushes. So I, I don't vote just by name or party. Uh, I have been selfish in the past. I have voted on what's presidential. I know, does someone look like a leader? Does someone, That's when I was younger. You know, I didn't really pay attention to facts or politics. I just kind of based it on that dude looks like he could be a cool president. I mean, but yeah, so sometimes that works. Uh, that intimidation factor of being presidential, that's sometimes all it's all you need to, to do something. Uh, countries listen to leaders that are confident and look like they know what they're doing. And some might say, well, you know, I don't know. I mean, I hear it, you know, people, when I voted for Biden, people are like, well, why didn't you vote for Hillary? And I don't know. I mean, at the time, I just, I just, something about it. It was a gut feeling. I mean, I know, I mean, I like Bill. Bill was a cool dude. And, he did things. I don't think he made real impact. So far as that goes, he kept things pretty normal. And that was kind of nice. You know, we got to have a new president and nothing really super changed. But I just don't think the country was was ready for a female president, especially one as powerful as Hillary, because that's a lot of change. And I feel like it would have been at the time she would have tried to do too much, trying to prove the change, prove that women could be the power. And it's a lot. And I think, I think now if our next one was a woman, the right woman, it, it'd do well. I think we could definitely embrace that very well just because we're there. We're at that point. And not saying Kamala, because something about, about her is, seems shady to me. I, I don't know what it is. Now, I know she's a powerful woman. She's earned, earned everything she's got. She's done a great job in her career. It's just, I don't know, to be president, just it, I don't know. I don't know what it takes. It takes something, something more. More than just wanting to be president, being the first of something, you gotta you gotta be able to balance your beliefs and what's right and wrong. And that and that's the hard part to not get angry, get, let it be political. I don't know. I'm hoping for the best this next next time around. I'm pretty confident we're not gonna have Biden next time around. I mean, that just that'd be reckless. I mean. Nobody. I don't think anybody in their 80s should be president. That's just just so much stress, that job. And look how much it ages people. Uh, I would like to see president in his 60s. That, that'd be kind of nice because they've had experience. They've grown their children, should have grown their children by then. 
they've hopefully made most of their, their mistakes. Uh, nobody's perfect. I'd rather have a president that wasn't perfect. Um, I'm not talking Trump not perfect. That's just fucked up. Um, cool dude. I mean, I could probably hang out with him. Imagine he's an awesome guy to great to hang out with. But yeah, and that's you got to have compassion. You got to have an understanding. You got to know that what you do is wrong. And I don't think he knows what he does is actually wrong. So you got to understand your convictions, live by them, understand them, and just rule with what you've learned from what you've done wrong in your past. And that's what I want to see. I want to see governors, Senate, pe people that have felt the pain, people that have lived the life. Now, if you've had money just given to you your whole life, you've got your Ivy League education without trying for it, um, parents have bought your way out of things, you didn't learn. You didn't, you didn't grow up having to survive. You didn't have the life that most Americans out there voting for you lived. Uh, and you need that. You need that compassion. You need that empathy. You know, not just be that parent that tells kids, don't do drugs because you'll go to jail or don't do this and that because you'll go to jail. Or, you know, I've been to jail and it wasn't that damn bad. So to give that fear to people, I mean, prison, I've never been to prison, so that, that probably is that damn bad. Um, but you have to live some kind of experience, some kind of life to be able to give advice, to tell people don't do something. You can't, you can't just say don't do it because this and that. Um, I mean, I used to, you know, tell my, my kids, you know, you got to get an education, you got to do this and that, because what do you want to do, work at Walmart or McDonald's someday? And that's, that's not right, because we need those people. They are a very, very important part of society. Uh, they definitely should get paid what they're worth, um, what they're worth now. I don't think giving somebody automatically 15, 20 bucks an hour, no. I mean, you should have to earn your way to something. I mean, when I started out, I think minimum wage was like five, shit, 545 or something like that. And that was good pay back then. And I was just a kid. So when it got to $7, shit, I thought I was rich. And then, you know, like I made, I worked my ass off to 12 and then 15 and, you know, that was, you know, I barely, I, I was right there where I didn't need state assistance, you know, it was, it, it felt good to earn it, earn that. And now, now it's just given to people and I think it makes people overconfident. It makes them feel that they actually are worth more than they are. I'm not saying people are worthless. They, people, any human being is worth something, but they do get overconfident where they start thinking they have more skills than they do. And 
they're not willing to get better at what they do. They just want that, that money. And that's not right. You should have to earn your way, feel proud of the money you made. You'll keep that job because you worked your way up to what, what you got. And anybody that's hiring people at 15, 20 bucks an hour and you don't match your current employee's pay, that's fucking evil. Um, if I was in your business and it took me 10 years to get to $15 an hour and you just hired this guy in at $15 an hour, you sure as hell better be giving me $20 an hour. That's how that works. And this is what's pissing people off right now. I mean, I wouldn't. Fuck that. I would not work at a job where newcomers are making as much as it took me five years to earn. This is what's pissing people off. And I don't blame people for quitting and going on unemployment. Fuck that. Do it. Um, this is the employers causing their own problem. They're finally now being called out in the bullshit. Um, if you can afford health insurance for your employees, buy it. And give that to them. They deserve it. Um, if they need time off to go see their kids play or Christmas pageant or anything, you let them do that. Let them go be a good parent. Now, sometimes you're understaffed and you got more than one parent. They all want to go do that. Uh, and I get it. So, uh, if you're in a situation where you can do that, you know what? Close down for the night. What, what's that going to hurt? It actually would probably make you look better. So, do that. If you can't do that, Try to have a heartfelt meeting with the company and tell the people it just it just has to be this way. We're gonna have to take turns. And this year it's this way, next year is this way, you know, there's different holidays, they're just gonna have to trade. You know, most people over time this is what they do. You just switch out, you know, which event you're gonna go to with other employees. But it would be nice if companies could be more compassionate and just shut down. Um, if you have a staff of family people, that's what you have, and you got to understand that. Now, if you are worried about that, you could hire a half a staff of younger people that are college kids that don't give a shit about things like that. They don't have family and whatever, and great. They can work those nights when other people are enjoying their family. Holidays, yeah, you should always, at least the, the day of, give them off. I mean, Thanksgiving, Christmas, should really be, be people shopping on those days anyways. Not really. Um, and if they don't come to your store that day, they will come back. I don't care who you are what you think, how important you think your business is, people come back. Um, I mean, shit, I've, I've canceled Facebook three or four times and I came back. And, you know, I've never quit a job and come back, but, because that's what you do. You, you quit for a reason. But as far as shopping, yeah, you're not... If you're a big enough store, an important enough store, or you're, or you're doing things right, people are going to come back and shop your store. If you're a bullshit place that treats your customers like shit, 
that's the reason they're not coming back. It's not because you shut down for the day. And that's just the truth. I mean, a lot of these businesses that shut down and are blaming COVID, they were, they were going to be on their way out. COVID is more of a all-around killer for things in the, in the way that it works with the virus. Um, COVID itself doesn't kill. COVID plus other problems kill. Like if you have cancer or you have known illnesses and then you get COVID, it's going to enhance that, make you sicker. You might die, you might not. But it's the same thing with business. If your business is struggling or they're soon to be struggling or whatever, or it was on the verge of struggling and COVID kicked in, that pushed over the edge. You were going to eventually go under. And that's the, that's just how it works. It wasn't COVID that killed your business. You killed your business because you didn't manage it right. You didn't hire the right employees. You didn't, whatever you were doing wasn't working. And eventually at some point it was going under whether it was this year, five years from now, COVID just woke that up and realized it just kicked it in sooner than it should have. And it's just, if you're, if you're a shitty manager, shitty boss, your business will go under. It's only a matter of time. And to blame COVID or your employees, that's, that's not the answer. Restaurants that are surviving and doing well survived and did well. They advanced, they adapted, and they've actually in the end found newer, better ways, more efficient ways to do business. So when this is all over, they're going to destroy the market. And they're just going to be all over the place, just killing it. And um, that's it. Uh, you got to move it tech technology. It's all linked together. So don't blame the president. Don't blame government. Don't blame whatever it is you like to blame for your misfortunes. That was your own doing. You brought it on. Uh, if you're financially struggling, it's because your finances sucked. Uh, if you're living paycheck to paycheck and you, I don't know. I mean, you don't want to get the vaccine because your business says you have to and you feel, I don't know what the hell, you feel so confident you can survive without that paycheck, then fine. Stick to your guns and go for it. But if you're going to stick to your guns, go for it, and then bitch because you can't afford shit because you made a bad call, I mean, that's on you. And... I mean, good. You got that. You you stuck your guns and you didn't get vaccinated, which is just stupid because it's the vaccine. And the only reason, any reasonable reason, which is bullshit, is you think uh, there's nanobots or trackers or whatever stupid bullshit like that. That's the only thing I could think of that would scare people so bad that they don't want to get it. Because otherwise, it's just regular vaccine. It wears off. Uh, it's not going to last forever. And the whole idea is most of the world gets it, so you don't have to. Uh, 
That's why people were out there saying, well, I've never had the vaccine. Well, it's because everybody else did it. Um, enough people did it, so you don't have to. But if everybody stopped taking the flu vaccine, that would come back. It would come back twice as bad as COVID. And any disease, if people just stopped vaccinating their children and stuff like that, these, these viruses and diseases didn't go away. They're just dormant. They're, they're under control. And that's it. That's all we're doing now with, with COVID. We're just trying to get something under control. Get it, get it to where we don't have to worry about something. And it's just not enough. There's not enough people out there doing their part, you know, taking their chance to help the kids. You know, if all the adults got the vaccine, there's a good chance our kids wouldn't have to. So if you don't want your children to get it, go out and get vaccinated. Um, do your part. Maybe it'll be enough for the numbers start dropping and our kids won't have to do it. But nobody wants to take that chance. They don't want to do it and they don't want to make their kids do it. So we're just spinning our wheels. Uh, these variants, they shouldn't even be over here. Um, that's just it. Places where these are coming from aren't places that are fully vaccinated. These are coming from places that you know, don't have the full vaccine like we have yet. So I don't know why anybody can't see that. And to just say you're not going to get it, it's reckless. And that's that's the cause. Uh, and if you don't get it, what what's the next best scenario? You wear a mask. And does that really affect anybody? No. I mean, if you put it on, don't think about it. Don't pay attention to it. It's like everyday life. You don't notice it. Um, I mean, I wear it. Sometimes I don't. I mean, if I'm in a place where I'm the only guy there, then yeah, I mean, I'll I'll take it off because that makes sense. But if I'm in front of somebody or they're wearing a mask or the, most of the retail stores, their people are wearing masks, I mean, I'll put it on. I mean, that's just out of respect, I'll put it on. I mean... It doesn't stop everything. Of course it doesn't. I mean, it's just a piece of fabric. But it does stop something. And you will at least not get the common cold. I mean, it. you can't deny that it stops something. It's not going to stop everything. But it does work. To a point, it does work. And it's a simple thing. I mean... If you don't want to get the vaccine, wear the mask. Then. And it's not going to last forever. And at the point now where we are, other than you're in some state that was forced to stop doing it and then everybody went cow shit crazy and now you're in the red zone. Um, those places, if you live in a big city, you probably should still wear a mask pretty heavily. Um, that's more just your area. So do your part. Um whatever your beliefs are, teach your kids the right ways. Don't teach them to disobey the law and pick their own way of order because that fights everybody in the end. That They're going to go against you at some point because that's what you taught them. Um, yeah, it's just like religion. You teach your kids God or whatever it is you teach them for no other reason than that's what you were taught. You were taught that's the way it is. God, Jesus, whatever it is, whatever it is you believe in, 
you believe in it for no reason other than you were told to. And it's exactly the same thing. So if you're not going to believe in COVID because you're told to, then why the hell do you believe in a religion? Because there's no proof. Has anybody actually seen, talked to God? Uh, no. And if you have, you probably are crazy. And people will treat you like you're crazy if you say you did. And... I don't know. I mean, I don't know how you can pick one thing over the other. If if you if you believe in the Bible, you believe in God, you should believe in COVID and the vaccine. Scientists, you know, these people are the same thing, except they have proof. Uh, there's no proof of the Bible. There's stories. I mean, sure, a lot of things have happened, but there's also a lot of things that were made up to keep law and order. So you can't can't just make up stuff you can't blame the president president doing a fine job trump did a fine job you know with what he had there was other things he had obligations promises guys like him don't get in office without making a shit ton of promises and you can deny it all you want but the people he was put in charge of things were his friends they were people he put in positions that he felt were important weren't important positions he, they didn't mean shit to him so he didn't give two dams you know if he put somebody in charge of transportation or fda or whatever it is he did um they didn't bother him but anybody that was in charge of something important science uh business financials those people you know he he was a lot wiser choosing that because that affected his way of life and that's just the way it is. That's politics. And that's the stuff we got to change. So, uh, yeah. So that's that's where that led on to. So I know this is t talking at you. I really, I really want to change this to something more than me just bitching about what's wrong in the world. It's just, how do you not? How do you not get caught up in it? I try not to. I try to be unbiased, but it's, you can't have a common sense and not be unbiased. It's just there. You Use your common sense. Don't be a follower. Don't follow what your neighbors say. Don't follow what your Trumper neighbor says. If you, if you want to fly, fly a flag over the American flag and that's your flag, I mean, in my opinion, you're fucked up and you're not American. You're anti-American. You're everything against this country. Because everybody knows the American flag is the only flag that we fly. Now, you can have flags under that if you want to have other nationalities. I have no problem with that. You know, if you're Polish-American or whatever American, you want to fly your nationality under that flag, give her hell. Um, Trump flag, fly it under that flag. I respect that you don't have profanities because, you know, we have little kids. I don't need my little kid reading the word fuck on every sign going down the road. I mean, have decency. Um, which I do like the, um, the hell is that? Brand, go brand, fuck, I don't even remember it. Um, but that's, 
I mean, whatever. That's kind of funny. But at least my kid don't have to read the F word. So at least do something like that if you have to express whatever. And, you know, if you want normal, go to normal. Um, just don't get crazy normal. Don't go shooting up the streets and being vigilante and going butt shit crazy trying to be a cop. Um, that wasn't your normal before. Shouldn't be your normal now. Uh, if you weren't out there attacking races because you don't like them before, you shouldn't be doing it now. Uh, if you weren't fighting somebody's cause before, you shouldn't be doing it now. Uh, if you're a person that wants to live by the old normal, live by the old normal. Shut your damn mouth, be racist in secrecy, and just go with it. Because that was the normal, and that's what you want. Leave it that way. So, there's no open window here. Just because Trump says something, or some crazy group says something that all of a sudden makes you think it's okay to express your feelings, and um beat people down no that's that's not okay that's not your normal that was nobody's normal so on that note i'm gonna end it here hope somebody took something from this um i doubt i changed a lot of extreme minds but at least i hope they kind of open their mind a little bit and actually just look at themselves hear themselves and just at least think for half a second before you go just jumping on a bag uh bandwagon. Alright? So this is Rob. It's been fun talking at you. Uh leave feedback, comments if you're in a place that does that reviews. Uh, I'm on Facebook. I am in TikTok, uh Twitter, um, all of those. I think you can probably search talking at you and something should come up uh i'll try to leave links i sometimes use them because i don't and if you want to email me that's great if you have problems with an episode email me send me audio um i'm more than happy to play your audio audio on and answer your questions or if you want to be on the show if you think we should go back and relook at something i mean i'm more than welcome to i love debating talking to people um if you're against what i had to say i don't mind talking to you i mean i'll go back and forth you really you really can't hurt my feelings i'm pretty pretty easy going i tried it by the end of it all to at least be on common common ground you know i like to think if we were in a bar we'd end the conversation with a beard and move on till the next time we see each other in the bar so again Rob, talking at you. Check me out on uh, Facebook. I think it's at talking at you. I do have a other personal page on there. Same thing, talking at you. And uh, I have a coffee thing. <laughs> I know, I'm so bad. I got a coffee thing. You can see on the link for this page, I think. If you want to donate something, uh, that'd be awesome. Uh, and yeah, so... Again, I'm saying it like crazy here, but Rob, talking at you. Um, I'll be doing more video stuff soon, so I hope you'll be able to catch me on there, and I'm out.
Thanks for listening. Bye.